Welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old U.S. of A. Got the old Facebook Live cranked up. Good morning, Kenny. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Tony, Dustin, Kurt, Steve, and everybody. Hope you're all doing well this morning. This show is brought to you in part by good friends out at the Driveway Company. Do you have someone that... Uh, you know that it has a driveway that's pitted, that's cracked, that's cratering, that's caved, that's falling apart, that just looks ugly. You got an ugly driveway? Don't have an ugly driveway. You don't have to have an ugly driveway. All you got to do is just make one call to the driveway company, 515-850-1072, and they will come out. Nick and the gang will come out, give you an estimate, free of charge, and you'll soon have a beautiful driveway. You will be the envy of your neighborhood because your driveway will look like butter. It'll be so smooth, and you can you can do all sorts of things with that. You can grill on it and just sit there and smile. You can get ready to shovel snow when we get snow, and you're not going to have all them. You know, how many times have you been out there shoveling snow, and you got a bad driveway, and you, you're going across the driveway with the shovel, and you you get you hit a stop because you hit a crack or a, a, a lifted up part of your driveway, and you break your shoulder. Huh? It's happened to me I don't know how many times. I've muttered a few things. Don't mutter. Just call the driveway company, 850-1072. That's 515-850-1072. we got a fun show for you today. We're going to be talking a little bit about bow hunting or, or deer hunting on the East Coast out in Pennsylvania uh, with uh, Chris from Keystone Wild Outdoors. And uh, we're going to do uh, talk with Big Red, get a fishing report. We're going to talk a little bit about the... The big 4x4 Jeep bash coming up in September, and uh, Smoking Joe will be on at 8 o'clock. And back by popular demand, we're going to do Elk Bugle Karaoke today. So there you go. we got a fun show for you. And I'm trying to read all this stuff. My eyes are just going away. Dave, uh, this morning, <laughs> yo, Dave, uh, Dave said he saw the Batman episode this morning. Holy hole in the donut. Thanks, Dave. I could have went all day without seeing that. Uh, Brandon, Ken, Rob, good morning. Yeah, uh, Don't play that, Andrew. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, thank you. Holy hole in the donut. <sighs> oh, not to play that. I didn't, give me your check back. I'm taking your pay back. Give me that. All right, let's head on over to the phones. Uh, before I do that, though, let me say uh, Mobile Repair Companies is the sponsor of the week. Thanks to Justin and Aaron and everybody over there. I just took a bunch of shirts and hats and koozies over to Carl Chevrolet. If you go see Smokin' Joe Smeltzer, he'll give you a, a hat, a shirt, and a koozie free of charge. And here in the next few days, they're going to have $25 uh, off uh, coupons for a free dent, uh, for $25 off a of dent removal, chip repair, upholstery uh, cl- uh, cleaning, uh, detailing, whatever, uh, they'll have those over there. I would say by Wednesday or Thursday. So go check them out. All right, let's head over to the phones and say hi to Chris. And he is over there, I believe, over there by Scranton, Pennsylvania. What are you doing there, Chris? Hey, Dan. How you doing, bud? I'm good, man. Good morning. How are you? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, it's a beautiful morning here in the state of Pennsylvania and looking forward to uh, you know getting out, checking some cameras and that today. 
There you go. I got to take the uh, live stream, the Imperial RV live stream. Andrew is going to take it to the other room so people can hear you. We got people listening online. So uh, what part of Pennsylvania are you actually in? We're actually in um, southwestern Pennsylvania, Dan. That's on, uh, uh, that's around uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know where the Pittsburgh Steelers are, one of your favorite football teams. Uh, who's Trent would be on the other side <laughs> of the one state. One of my favorite football teams. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, well, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll yeah. see how they uh, how they fare against Kansas City this year. Yeah, uh, hey, the Chiefs and the Vikings are my two favorite. When I'm, but I'm not watching football until the the second half of the season, or uh, the second half anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to tune in until the first half because I'm not going to get into that fiasco. I'm just I'm not going to not watch something that I grew up watching with my dad that I enjoy because of some right. because of somebody else's. Uh, protests or whatever, but that doesn't mean I have to watch the first half. Right. Sure. And I won't buy anything. I won't buy any NFL swag this year. I usually buy a couple of shirts and stuff. I'm not going to do it this year. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you. You know, it, you know, people have their rights to do what they want. I, everybody's got a right to do what they want. As long as this does, you know, as long as it's ethical and legal and, uh, you know, I, I serve my country so everybody could have their point of view, but you know, there's certain things that I just don't agree with. And, but I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna not play fantasy football, or I'm not gonna, you know, right. if I if I catch a quarter, I'll catch a quarter. But I'm just not gonna sit there and watch three or four games like I used to every Sunday. I'm just not gonna, right. I'm not gonna contribute to that. So no, nope, I hear you, buddy. Yeah, you got to do what's best for you and what what you enjoy. And one of those things is gonna be bow season coming up here soon. Yeah, I started actually watching hunting shows again. I I haven't watched hunting shows in a long time. I talked about this the other day and uh, Larry McCoy got on to me. He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I just, I I got home. I just didn't want to watch it. And you know, when you do it for a living, he goes, well, how do you know what's going on here? I go, well, I would watch the show to make sure everything was running. Okay. But I do, I do have to say that I am thoroughly enjoying watching, um, watching, uh, respect the game TV and, uh, I'm watching, uh, backwoods life and, and, uh, small town hunting. I, I am enjoying those shows very, very much. What what, are, what about, uh, they're great shows. Respect the game TV. Did I say respect the game TV? Yeah, you said respect the game. What about your buddy there? Old Mr. Uh, Philip Vander. Oh, the virtue. Well, uh, you can't forget the virtue. Dan. Yeah. Well, I can forget the virtue. I, I, and it's just, you know, I, I don't want to sit there and watch him not not shoot something he sits there and passes deer up all the time it's like well that deer just ain't not big enough that's that's not a six-year-old that's you know and you know i'm sorry i just can't it drives me nuts no i watch i watch philip's show i'm just teasing i know actually yeah actually we want to uh send out some heartfelt uh prayers this morning for miss Rhonda, philip's wife uh she had to have a heart procedure this week so She's, oh, she's resting, com- resting comfortably at home and, uh, Rhonda, we love you and you get better. Absolutely. So, yeah. She's a great lady. Got to, to meet her, uh, along with you and Philip and that out at the ATA show and definitely a, a very nice person. Rhonda, not Philip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just want to make sure we're clarifying stuff. Now. Yeah. We're talking about Rhonda at that point, but, but yeah. Philip, you know, he's a, Philip's a legend, Dan. We know that. Oh, yeah. That's true. So, uh, hunting out in, you say, southwest, western Pennsylvania? Yeah. How? Yeah, so we're on yeah. the southwestern side. We're on the border of Pennsylvania and Ohio. Um, oh, actually, you're in. 
Wow. And that's why I do a lot of hunting in Ohio, because for me, from my house to uh, where we hunt out there, it's just about an hour and a half drive. Mm. Well, that's not too bad. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good thing. Now, you see, here's the thing about folks that the, the folks in the Midwest don't understand about the folks on the East coast. You, you guys have so many people out there bow hunting compared to what we do in Iowa and Illinois and Missouri. I mean, you're talking, what, what is it, Chris? 75, 80,000? It, yeah, it's gotta be around that number. I know that maybe it's the state of Michigan, um, that well, beats us out as far as overall hunters numbers, Michigan, we're up there. yeah, Michigan and Texas are the, t- usually the two highest number of hunters, you know, rifle, right. gun and, and bow and everything, but, but right. Pennsylvania, yeah, Pennsylvania Frank, up it's up there. And, uh, you know, and you guys, you know, the, the thing is, you, you know, ground is, Iowa's hard to hunt, find good hunting ground. I know that sounds stupid, but it's just, we lack, we rank dead last, I think for public hunting access and I, because right. we're such an agricultural state, but you know, you guys have, uh, some decent, uh, ground, but it's, it's, it's saturated because you have so many more hunters. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the uh, thing you run into a lot of times here in this state. Um, I mean, it's, I, I, am personally as a, you know, an archery shop owner, I'm glad that we have tons of archery hunters. Um, but sometimes it's, it's tough to get out there and get onto some properties where you can try to pattern a, a you know, a good, uh, mature whitetail, uh, just because of the numbers of guys that you have, I mean, it's it it, it can be tough, but uh, it's I, I I personally feel that you know hunting in the state of Pennsylvania kind of makes you um, makes you a better hunter because you have to work hard at it. Not that not that you don't anywhere else in the country, but but you know when you try to like I said pattern an animal and you got other people coming into those areas and you know how they these big bucks will go nocturnal and whatnot. It, it can be uh, it can be challenging at times. Well, and here's another thing too, because I hear this from all the time from people in New York and Pennsylvania and Connecticut. I mean, there's people that go their whole lives and never see a 150, 160 inch deer. That's very true. And a lot of it is because the deer, uh, you know, you guys got way more woods than we do. So the deer, they're, they're not as concentrated like they are in the Midwest. Uh, Missouri's got really big timber tracks and Iowa up in Northeast Iowa's got some really good timber tracks and stuff. So, you, you know, you got a little bit of a sense of a, of a, what I call a woods buck, uh, right. but most of the time their fingers and you know, there's, there, there's, you can get in pinch points and travel cores pretty, pretty easy. Um, yeah, a lot of our bigger bucks that, that are killed, um, you know, in this state come from around the, uh, you know, the. Ohio. I guess you could say the suburbs, the city areas, you know, Pittsburgh and, and the suburbs of Pittsburgh. And same thing out around the eastern side of the state. Just because you got smaller woodlots. You know, when you have all these housing plans being built and, um, you know, you might have uh, a big mature whitetail hanging out in a two-acre or three-acre plot. Um, you know, there's... And, and in some cases, it's hard to get to those areas, depending on the uh, the township, you know, or their rules and regulations on what you can and can't do and where you can and can't hunt. So some of these bucks will die of old age just because you can't get to them. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, when you get up into the big woods in the middle of our state and up north, um, there are a lot of good mature whitetails. And I have some guys that come in the shop that are strictly diehard hunters of those big woods bucks. That's a whole different breed. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I envy those guys because if you can kill a big mature whitetail in the Pennsylvania woods when they really have no rhyme or reason of where they're going because you don't have food plots and things like that, all you have is miles upon miles of big timber, um, that's, that's a task. Um, and if you can pattern one of those bucks and, and get onto one and harvest one, you're doing, you're doing a great job. 
Well, it's just like Maine. I mean, Maine, I know guys that go out and if they see two, three deer in one set, they're ecstatic. You know, it's just because yeah. the deer are not so concentrated. They're so, they're so spread out and the rut's a totally different animal. I mean, here, you, you know, you get in two or three travel corridors and you set up for, you know, different wind directions and stuff, but you never know with the rut, you never know which way they're coming in. But, um, you know, but you're going to be able to, you know, on a good day, you could see, you know, half a dozen or to a dozen nice bucks, you know, or, you know, or, or decent deer, you know, and out there you might see two. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's, I, I tell you, it always brings a smile to my face, Chris, when I'm out in Kansas out of triple H and I'll have somebody from Pennsylvania or Connecticut or New York come in and they'll shoot 135 inch deer. And they, you, it's like, they just shot a 200 inch monster. It's yeah. The because biggest, it's the biggest deer they ever saw. Yeah. You don't see them around here. Like, I mean, it's gotten better. You know, I know there were some guys back years ago, back when the Pennsylvania game commission implemented, uh, antler restrictions, there were guys that weren't for it. Mm-hmm. I personally was for it because I, you know, I like to hunt the, the bigger, mature whitetails. But, but even now, um, you know, we've got some big ones. But if you see a deer that's anywhere between, you know, eighty-five and one hundred and fifteen or one hundred twenty inches, you're seeing a nice buck in this state, and uh, that's something that most guys get excited about, and they should, you know, they should be excited. Um, but yeah, you're you're not going to get into killing a lot of large whitetails in this state, although they exist. It's, it's going to be a tough task. Did you get the big on Corey Weaver? Uh, Richard, I have no idea what you're talking about there, buddy. <laughs> I just got it. I'm sorry. Did you get the big on? Richard, I have no You're going to have to tell me later, buddy. So, you know, I, Chris, I agree with you. And, you know, the thing about it is, you, how, what's your hunting season like? Is is it pretty long or is it pretty? I mean, is it, it's broken up yeah. a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, so our our seasons here, our, our state is broken down into zones. Um, you know, we have so many different zones. So those those uh, seasons and bag limits start based off of, uh, you know, what zone you're hunting in. So for archery season, you know, around this area where I live, um, I want to say I think uh, that archery season comes in September 19th, I believe. And our zone's called 2B, so it's kind of like uh, has less restrictions than others. But our statewide opener for um, for uh, deer this year is October 3rd. And, um, you know, so it just depends on where you live at. On, and you really have to pay attention to these, um, these the books that are put out and, and what's put online by the Game Commission because it changes every year. I mean, this year we're going to get into some Sunday hunting, which is something that uh, – in past years, we haven't had in the state. You know, now which, see, and that drives me crazy. I, I, yeah, I, I, I have not understood why people restrict hunting on Sundays. You know, I don't either, Dan. I, you know, I've said, and and you know, again, as me being a, an archery shop owner, and and also having you know kids that when they were younger played in sports. The one thing I can say is, when they played sports, most of the time they practiced two, three times a week. The events were on the weekends, traditionally Saturdays. The only day the family had off was Sunday. So a lot of guys I know growing up couldn't hunt because of those types of things because you couldn't hunt on Sundays. Well, and I can't think anything better than getting closer to God than sitting in a 20, in a 20 foot tree stand. That's just 20 feet higher to heaven, closer to heaven. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Seeing him, seeing God's creation wake up in the morning. I mean, that's to me, that's the best thing about the outdoors. Right. And, And my, my take on it is, you know, if you're a landowner or a farmer or, or, um, you know, somebody that doesn't want, um, hunters on your property on Sunday, then just tell them you don't want them there. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of areas that it doesn't matter. You know, it wouldn't matter to them if you're there or not. 
No, I, I don't think I, it was probably some bureaucrat that didn't want to work on Sunday. That's probably it. That's probably it. I don't want to go check deer on Sunday. No, no one on Sunday. No, no deer for you. <laughs> I'm sure that's what happened. Seven, yeah. seven, seven, seventeen, and some change. Chris, hang on. I got to take a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. In an old John Boat with my Zipco rod for some private conversation. There might be a few people talking mad about me when they see that. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ooh, scoopage. Deer sales permits are on sale. That's right. Deer sale, deer, deer permits are on sale. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. Go get yourself a doe tag today. You'll feel better. How about that there, Chris? Huh? 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 With you, buddy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Little Wolf full Will, Will Ferrell influence on the show this morning. So, yeah, you know, I got to tell you, um, I've never hunted Pennsylvania, and uh, I've I've never hunted Ohio. I think I actually got invited to go hunt Ohio in February next year, and I might. I'm hoping that that works out, and then maybe next turkey season I come out there and hunt with you guys a little bit in Pennsylvania. I think that'd be kind of fun. Absolutely. You know, we, we've talked about that and we've invited you guys out yourself, uh, Larry Mack, uh, Mr. Uh, Vanderpool there. Well, if you got Philip, yeah, Philip's coming. I ain't coming. So really? No, he's, he takes all the, the good spots, man. He's like, well, well, here's what we'll do. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll put Philip by himself somewhere. (laughs) Well then, and if he wants to just pass on all the turkeys, he can do that. You know, the rest of us will. No, I mean, he, he's a honey hole taker, man. I'm telling you, I took, he got, he came down to Kansas and he's never left. You know, he hunts all my good spots. Well, we, I, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. So yeah, that's all. Maybe you're going to have to shove him out of there. Oh, you're I, a little bigger. You're bigger than he is. Well, especially after I saw them crepes you were eating last night, I'm sure you're definitely a little bigger. Than he is. Yeah. Jenny made some awesome crepes. Man. I had one. Thank you very much. I didn't, don't, don't put the plural on it. It was singular, but, <laughs> but they're healthy. Hey, I'm down five pounds, man. Good for you. I am. Thank you. You, you probably, you know, I, I think I found the five pounds you lost. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's, it's a struggle. I had, I had to go, uh, thank you, Dr. Doctor uh, Kreitz. I had to go get my knee shot up. I got a torn meniscus in my left knee now, and I got told the beautiful news. I got arthritis, and it's like, oh, that's just a lovely week. There you go. So I, I figured, you know, I've been, I've been trying to lose weight for this elk hunt anyway. I did buy my elk tag. And, you know, here's the thing about Colorado. You know, Pen- I know we're talking about Pennsylvania, but let me let me move over to Colorado for a second. The thing about Colorado, I called two months ago. I said, hey, I'm going to be hunting in this zone uh, over the counter. I said, I'd like to get, uh, I understand you guys are going to have bear tags for 100 bucks this year. Uh, well, don't worry about it. They're unlimited. Okay. So I go to buy, I bought my, my elk tag. I go to get my bear tag. I can't find it. So I called the conservation department in Colorado. I said, excuse me. Uh, I was told that this was this and this was going to happen. What are you, what are you smiling about? Andrew's over there smiling about something. That's no good. Well, it's it's one thing. I I go to the bathroom and I come out and I hear what I thought was oh you hear the uh, like bugle? a siren. Oh, I, uh, I thought we uh, were in DEFCON one or something. No, I bugled. 
So uh, anyway, uh, they they don't have them. They're out. I said, wait a minute. You what do you mean you're out? You said they were unlimited. So now I don't. Now there's a, there goes my bear tag for Colorado. Oh geez. Well, we got bears out here. Oh, I yeah, I know you do, man. You guys are you guys have a lot of yogis out there. That's for sure. And I'm not talking about Mountain Man. Old Mr. Rob Wark. He's probably listening in. Oh, I, I got to tell Dan, oh, Dan, Dan, I got to tell you, I, I like Chris. Chris, Chris is the, the anchor of our show. He's the inspiration. He keeps Mr. Rocco rocking, and he keeps me in my puxatoniness. That's right, Mr. Rob. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Rob is... Rob's a, a, I love a Rob. unique, wonderful individual. Rob, 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 is it, it's, it's pronounced his last name for me. It is, as we would say here in Pennsylvania, Warwick. Well, that's what I thought, but I, you know, you guys, sometimes your handles are a little bit different in the Midwest than w- the way we pronounce them, but. Yeah, they Rob, call us yin, Yinzers up here. Yeah, Rob Warwick is one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life, and just a, just a good old cuddly teddy bear. And that guy would give you the shirt off his back if he could help you. He's I, he's one of my favorite people. I really like he, him. He's a great guy. But you know the whole that whole cuddly uh, teddy bear idea. I, I try to do that, Dan. You know when, when he, he, he works, he works up my shop there with me. You know him and uh-huh. uh, Mister Matt Pitzer. Well, he's uh, he's, he's, a, he's, he, a, he's he won't a, let me hug him. He's a big he, guy. I mean, you know, you, I know. He, you know, people they don't know him. They see him. He can be intimidating, but he's just—he's a big teddy bear. He's not a—he's not a killer, you know. Yeah. Well, no. you're you're right. Yeah. But he does—he does get his fair share of game. He's. Uh, well, no, know, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he's not a good hunter. I'm just saying he's not a—he's not a—he's not a killer biker. You're right. He, he looks yeah, like he, a killer biker. Now, see, Matt Hungry Teepee, hes not a killer. No. He's a watcher. But Matt, he. But Matt, he. But he's learning. He's learning. He tries. Yeah. He does try. Yeah, I'm he's, getting he's mad back. Lot, he's, Matt is good at a lot of things. Um, I'm not so sure if it's hunting, um, but he's good at a lot of things. Yeah. No, I like Matt. He just he was giving me grief the other day, and then I listened to that podcast you guys do. If you want to hear some of this stuff, folks, go to Keystone Wild Outdoors on Facebook, and you can listen to the podcast. Larry, Phillip, and I, and a couple other people have done a few. and Paul, they're, they're, Paul, Biggs. Paul Biggs. We don't, yeah, who's that? Uh, <laughs> I'm just teasing, Paul. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, Matt and uh, Rob have done a wonderful job with that. That we, you know, you know, obviously with having a TV show, we wanted to add to it, and those guys come up with the idea, and we talked about a podcast, and they ran with it, and they, yeah. they've been doing good. So, if someone wants to from the Midwest wants to go out to Pennsylvania and hunt, mm-hmm. where would you suggest they go? I would tell you. If you're coming from the Midwest, uh, you would want um, you'd want to try to to get into this this southwestern region around the Pittsburgh area, mm-hmm. um, just because if you know, well, if you're looking for bigger, mature whitetail, that's where you're going to find them. There are some uh, state game lands around this area that you can get into, and as a matter of fact, um, I know that our our uh, our state record right now came from game lands. Now you got elk so, too, right? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, we have elk. So that's what I was going to say. You know, if you want to get into the big woods bucks, there's plenty of opportunity. And, and the mountains of Pennsylvania are beautiful. The one mm-hmm. thing about Pennsylvania, you know, we got a lot of highways. You tr- kind of drive straight through. But I was talking with a friend of mine about this the other day. If you get off the beaten path and take some of our back roads through 
Amish country and everything else, you will find some beautiful places to go and a lot of things to do in this state. Um, yeah, elk, you know, elk, if you wanted to hunt elk, the thing with elk is it's, that's, you know, it's almost like winning the golden ticket. I mean, you can't just buy a license for elk in the state. You have to draw to, to win for that. Um, yeah, it's like a generational thing. I mean, it's not as bad as Maine. Maine, it takes you 20 years, I think. It's it's yeah. it's crazy, but uh, no. Yeah, we've, we've had one of the, a close friend of the TV or TV show, uh, um, Tom uh, Dramovich. He had, he had uh, got the tag for a bull, and Steve Rocco filmed that along with Joe Rocco, his brother, and uh, I like, I like Joe. Joe's funny. Yeah. Great yeah. guys. Great guys. Yeah. Yeah. We had fun. We sat up there and we ate chicken wings and had a beer or two. And, and, uh, and we talked about hunting all over the place at ATA. That was that I actually spent more time with you guys than I did anybody. I had, I was having fun. Yeah, we did too. We did mm-hmm. as well. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the, the one thing about, uh, you know, just, I guess you could say the whole elite group and, uh, you know, with respect the game and, and Philip with the virtue and, and, um, just good, uh, you know, good people, um, you know, it, sitting down and talk, we got, we got a chance to meet you along with those guys this year. And it was like, we knew you for a hundred years. I mean, that's, that was the nice thing about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. All right. I gotta go. I told you half an hour ago quick. Yeah, it definitely does. But, uh, if you get a chance, you know, let let the viewers know. I mean, we do have our TV show, Keystone Wild Outdoors TV. Um, yeah. Started back in 2016. Yeah. Joe and Steve Rocco started that. So, And where can they find that at? Um, if you go on to uh, YouTube, social media, or the internet, you can look up Keystone Wild Outdoors TV. Okay. Um, you you go, go, some of our stuff's on there. And, you go friend you on Facebook, and you can hear the podcast, which are good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, called the Keystone Experience, which is our podcast. Uh Yep. You know, that's that's been going well and you can find that on uh spotify and buzzsprout and that as well and then you can have the poxitoni mountain man t-shirts you're going to have those on sale soon yeah uh mountain we man get them, and, we got to get them to hold steel long enough to get a picture of them kind of like bigfoot yeah mountain men of the poxitoni that's uh i think you should have a little t-shirt you know rw the rw edition uh, we can do that. There. Maybe maybe we'll get a picture of you and him together. Smile. Yeah, that that that'd be a keeper, man. I'm telling you, that'd be a yeah, keeper. We'll keep we'll it six feet apart. Social <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, uh, Chris. Uh, thanks for spending a half an hour, man. I always appreciate you. Chris is in the Moneyball League. We're doing. Uh, so he's out for blood. Andrews. Andrew actually had a decent draft this time. I I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so. I, a good draft. Don't let him uh, keep trading you away. You yeah, know, keep your stuff. Hey, I. Well, hey, we just did one. I trade. hope you guys are prepared <laughs> to lose that league. Yeah. I, I know I'm winning. Yeah, that's all right. All right, hey, uh, we'll have you back on again. You tell the boys I said hi, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking with you here. Have a good day. Thanks, buddy. There he goes, Chris from uh, Keystone Wild Outdoors. Good folks right there. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. fire up. All right, a little of our around the Elk Bugle this morning. I'll tell you, that it gets me going. I'm ready, man. 
I got all my camo all fired up last night. Got uh, went through all my stuff game I'd sent me for this year, and boy, they got some really nice fluffy, fluffy uh, base layer stuff. I mean, it's comfortable. I mean, it's it's like it just kind of wraps around you, and <laughs> it just had like five, six people put hearts on there. Yeah, uh, was that for the Elk Bugling for the Elvira? So, uh, I don't know. But anyway, I, uh, I am ready. I am ready, 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 ready for, uh, elk camp, man. I cannot wait. It's going to be a few weeks and get going out there. Now I got a lot of buddies out there that are waterfowl hunters. Uh, and there's people out there that want to learn how to waterfowl hunt. The DNR is actually offering a free virtual workshop to teach skills needed to hunt, field dress, and cook waterfowl to individuals. Uh, who have no or little waterfowl hunting experience. The virtual workshop. Hey, uh, you, you can put the guest on. He, he sits there and has these 20-minute conversations. You know, he, we're on a clock. I don't, I, you know, you figure after four years he would understand how to run a show. Uh, the virtual co- workshop consists of two separate online knowledge and skills building sessions with instructors that possess the experience and teach skills necessary to become efficient waterfowl hunters. Um, here, I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Let's go see what Don's doing over there at Sportsman's Warehouse. Big Don, what's going on there, buddy? Oh, I thought I heard you trying to call an elk in with a kazoo. No, I got my elk bugle here. Uh, I was doing uh, the Oak Ridge Boys, Elvira, with my... That's magic, man. I'm telling you. That's something. <laughs> Just think, he does that. Uh, yeah, he does that around the neighbors too. Well, I do. Yeah. I, well, I don't do Elvira. I'll get out there and I'm starting to understand why you moved. What? No, oh, my neighbors love me, man. I'm telling you. I, <laughs> hey, I never claimed to be the world's greatest elk bugler, but I can get them to bugle back at me. You know, the only thing I can't do is the. I can't do that. I can't. Larry's McCoy. Larry McCoy is probably one of the best elk buglers. Him and Paul Biggs that I've ever heard. I wish I was half as good as they were. But I can, you know, for for a, for an old man, that's not too bad, man. That's my dual. Well, that's my dual game called dual elk bugle right there. It it is an art form. You can do that right. I'm telling you, man. The hair on the back of my neck is all bristled up now. So how are you doing? You know, we're doing pretty good. We're still trying to fix things after that neat little storm we had. and <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's turn the page, as I tell my wife. Let's just turn the page, okay? Turn oh, the page, I'd love man. to get that page turned. Oh, I'm telling you. I, I Hey, you know what Jenny made me last night? She made, she, she's watching cooking shows. She loves to cook. My wife is a great cook, okay? She really is. Uh I, that's one thing that my wife, you, I'm just telling you, she, that woman can cook, but she's been watching. I got her hooked on Alton Brown now. Uh, oh good, good eats. I love, I used yep. to love that show and I, we found it again on, uh, on Hulu or whatever. But, uh, anyway, I got her watching that. She's, she made homemade crepes last night with blueberries and, uh, churn style ice cream and, and a little whipped cream on top. I'm telling you what, that was the best dessert I've ever ate. Well, that'll keep you close to home. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Even the dog was impressed. 
<laughs> Raven sat there. I had never seen that dog drool that much in my life, man. And I, I no, gave, I gave, him a, I gave him a little bit. I gave him a couple blueberries. Yeah, Alton Brown's fun to watch. He kind of puts the science behind what you're cooking. And well, see, yeah, I knew him and Jen were going to click because they're both very analytical people. Sure. Yeah, Alton Brown's a, is a food. He's a gastro scientist. What do you? What do you? What's the matter with you? Sorry, I jumped in. You know, I. I heard Raven, and then I heard you talk about Jenny. You go, they're both analytical. And I- well, the dog is analytical. <laughs> hey, what do I do? My dog is starting to run away now in the mornings. Now, he's eight months old. Now, I had a dog trainer collar thing. I just pitched it because the thing's shortened out or something. It's just, And I don't want to nick him. I don't want to shock him. But I was paging him, you know, where you get the vibration and stuff. I, I'm, I guess I'm going to have to fence in the new house or something. Cause I can't have that dog. He'll get run over. He'll get hit. And that'll, if, if something happens to that dog, I might as well just pack my bags and move out. Cause Jenny's going to disown me. So that's the love of her life. She loves that dog. So, I mean, what do you do? I mean, just put them on a lead and I, you know, I don't want to do that. I mean, when you take them out, I mean, uh, th- he's, he's too darn smart for his own good, Don. And that's a problem I've had with my dogs. And and uh, one thing that helped, at least with the one of mine that likes to do the same thing, was we have a, I forget what brand it is, but it, it emits just a high-pitched sound, mm-hmm. uh, like a dog whistle. And it gets their attention and focuses them back on a collar? on you. The collar does? It's not a collar. It's, it just emits a sound. What no collar. You, you, it's handheld. So it's uh, the, the range is limited, of course, but... Hmm. Um, is that out, that button and like, is that out of the store? No, we had, we got it off Amazon. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you and you see what it is. And it, it's, it did the trick for us, but you know, we are, we don't have a hunting dog. We've got a, a sheep herding dog and <laughs> well, M- Raven's a lab. He's a hunting dog. Try an invisible yep. fence. Work good for us. Thanks Todd. I'll try that. So, um, yeah, I got to do something cause man, the house we bought is right on a corner now and it's right. It's, oh, and I, if he gets, if he gets to running, some, he's going to get hurt. Yeah, I don't, and I'll be honest with you. If something happened to him, I, I, it'd tear me up too. I mean, I, I'm kind of fond of him. He's a pain in the rear, but I, I, I kind of like him. So well, that's, you know, the difference between, between your wife and your dog, I wouldn't even touch that for 20 bucks. You can. You can lock your dog in the trunk overnight, and uh, <laughs> when you open the trunk, he's still happy to see you. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was Don Big Red, not me. That was Andrew Rimshot. Come yeah, on, yeah, Andrew. Andrew's over there. What are you doing? Are you working while you're working? Supposed to be working? No, I was just looking up. Stuff. Okay, he just gave a joke, and you didn't rimshot him or oh, nothing. Man. You got to listen to the show, man. man. Where's your headphones at? Well, I'm gonna have to chastise my producer again <laughs> on the air. He's over there on his laptop doing something. He's not even paying attention to the show. Oh, hard to get good help. Anymore. It is hard to get help, good help anymore. I'm telling you, it just really is. And I just paid him too. never pay people before their job's done. There you go. You lose. At their, least you showed up for work. Well, he did show up for work. He's only not showing up for, for giving work. me that credit. Yeah. He only showed up. He, he, he skipped work one time. I get like 10 minutes before we go on air, Dan. I overslept. I said, well, that's just great, Andrew. What do I do? So I had to run a board. I didn't run a board in 15 years. That was a nightmare. Hey, you did pretty good. We're not running a board for a while. Yeah. yeah, that was that was not a good day. I'm telling you. 
Anyway. Well, so, you know, you're, you count your blessings. I pay my guys, and they show up three days later with a headache. So. <laughs> There's your rim shot. You got there it. There You got it. So, hey, uh, fishing? Yeah. Yeah. So, did you see this I, online virtual water, uh, waterfowl hunting workshop DNR's doing? I, I saw the notification for it. I haven't dug into it yet. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good deal. They're going to start courses on September uh, 3rd. For those in the 16 and under, you got to have an adult register. There's going to be uh, course two will be held September 10th. They're going to cover hunting equipment, decoy spreads, cleaning, cooking. Uh, course one is going to be September 3rd to the 10th. The program is provided through a partnership with Delta Waterfowl and the Iowa DNR. Hey, and while I got you on here, um, I also want to say there's, I got a whole bunch of emails yesterday. People want to say that, uh, the DNR put out a thing saying for all the storm damaged corn, that if you hunt over that, it's considered baiting. That is not what it said. Don't freak out. Don't, don't, oh, don't go crazy on me here. Okay. That's not what the directive said. What they said was if you manipulate the corn in any way for hunting, so if you go cut it and then move it like a pile over, or you put a bunch of corn stalks out by your stand, if you move, if you manipulate the field in any way and you hunt over it, then that's where they're going to get you for baiting. But if you're just hunting, if you got stands hung on a, on a cornfield and it's damaged corn, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like a regular cornfield. So yep. I just want to make sure that was clear. I called two DNR officers and asked them yesterday and we're good. So. As long as you don't m- manipulate it, move it, or you know, shake it out in front of your stand or whatever, you're okay. And that that brings up another thought. I, I was noticing looking through the fishing report, there were a lot of places that were that were saying either they're closed or you need to call first because of the storm damage if they're still fixing. So yeah, that um, that storm was something else, man. It's, something to be aware of. Yeah. All right. Hey, did you find out if you got any Tacticam reveals cameras in for me? Um, there's supposed to be some coming in on the next truck, which we believe will be here tomorrow night. So okay. we'll make sure you I'll send you an email or a text yep. if we have them and, and, uh, yep. we can spread the word. Yep. Let me know. So, all right, big red. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for everything. Uh, I want to well, thank, thank everybody that came out to the store last weekend. We had, I think seven, eight, nine people out there. So that was fun. I wish you would have been there. Me too. Yeah. That's all right. We'll get you one of these years. <laughs> Good morning, Wade in Illinois. <laughs> that's my uh, buddy with that super cool turkey decoy that I showed you. That oh, that thing was awesome. That that was one of the coolest turkey decoys I've ever seen in my life. It really is. You're not kidding. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. All that right, tell them where they can find you there, Br. Well, like usual, just off the ninety exit, I thirty five across the street from Carl Chevrolet. There you go. All right, we'll talk to you soon. If you need anything, let me know. I will, Dan. Thank you, sir. Oh, no. Thank you, Big Red. And thank Andrew. I, I'm not going to th- I'm, tre- I'm not thanking Andrew. He's not He's not a treasure at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Thanks, Have buddy. Have a good one, Dan. Go open a store, man. I'll see you later. Oh, hey, Don. Don. Yo. What, what, what? When I drove up to Coon Rapids to buy that generator at the store up there, yep. I bought a bag of jerky. It said, High Country Beef Jerky. Would It's... That's some of the best jerky I've ever ate. Can you try to get some of that at the store down here? Well, that's new for uh, for sportsmen, and I've been trying to get it. So okay, have you tried that yet? I have not. Oh my god! I ate the whole bag on almost the way home. I th- I left a couple pieces for the dog and Jen. That that that's what I ate for dinner on the drive home. It was awesome. 
Well, we will continue to try. Thanks, Don. I appreciate you. Thanks, Dan. We'll see you. Bye. There he goes, Big Red. Sportsman's Warehouse, 8, 750 and some change. This break is brought to you by the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers. They don't jerk you around. No, they're nice to you. When you walk in the door, they say, howdy, how are you today? What can we help you with? Or if it's Frank, Frank will say, good afternoon. How are you? They're very pleasant people at Herman's Fine Jewelers. You'll find them at 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines, 222-2600 is the phone number. They've been helping Iowans for 38 years. If you need stuff for hunting season this fall, go to Herman's. Take your jewelry you don't wear anymore. Go down there, get an estimate. Chances are you're going to get way more for your treasure at Herman's Fine Jewelers. I, I sold some stuff. I sold an elk ring I wasn't wearing anymore. I got great money for it. Go down there. They'll help you out. 222-2600. They've got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. You can find stuff there for in-store jewelry repair or... They can even help you with custom jewelry. Herman's Fine Jewelers. They are the official jeweler of the Outdoors Dan radio shows. You know why? Because they're a gem. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. That's enough. All right. Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. So, any suggestions what I can do for my my dog? Well, it's actually Jen's dog, but yeah, he's a runner. No, he's not really a runner. I don't know what it is. If I got a ball, he stays right by me. But like this morning, I had to leave for the show. And next thing I know, he turned around and he was gone. So, time I got back, it's like, oh. Not good, man. Not good. So invisible fence is on my list. I will uh, check that out and see. But uh, I was thinking about putting a privacy fence up, but you know, I don't know what the, what that's going to happen or not. Let's go see what Scott is up to this morning. Good morning, Scott. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. What's going on with you? Well, you know, I'm going to take out speakerphone because you deserve that kind of. Res- uh, man, how are you? <laughs> Let me turn the volume. Yeah, yeah you anyway. know, you're a radio professional. You're supposed to turn that radio. Oh, man. Yeah. I was wanting to compliment you because I saw a video that you did with our friend Speed Herrig at uh, the Hy-Vee on Des Moines' south side. And uh, the thing I think we should do with Speed is a book of Speedisms. <laughs> Things <laughs> that Speed says. Well, I think the title of the book should be "That's No BS," and under <laughs> under the under the BS put barbecue sauce. Yeah, I love that. Now, is he going to be there today? Uh, at at the high V? Yeah. No, I think yesterday was it. That was it, huh? Yeah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Oh, he he was selling some ribs, man. Uh yeah, but that nobody does it better. I mean. He could he could smoke up you know two hundred racks of ribs, and every single one of them is going to be fruitful and flavorful, and I'll have the nectar of the gods on there. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, that's that's how it is. It's just he's a maniac when it comes to ribs and barbecue. So Well, I was listening to your show in the office and uh, I gotta tell you it's it's a good one and I'm looking forward to hearing the balance of it as I head home. Well, thank that's awful kind of you. Thank you. Yeah. How was your uh, show last night? Uh, the let's see, we it was uh, I don't even know what day it is today is Saturday, so it was Friday morning. So Friday morning from um, uh, nine to eleven is the uh, USA Takedown show, and that was a tremendous amount of fun. You know, we're 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 calling it a show where legends live, and it truly is because that's that's you know, the very basis of our shows, the guys that made the sport of wrestling, the sport of MMA famous and, and really put their blood, sweat and tears. And it's kind of like, you know, the guys that, that, uh, like Babe Winkleman, for example, or Al Linder or, or Ron or any of the, any of the guys, uh, Gary Roach, you know, the guys that uh, you watched while you were growing up, who was the old dude down in Kansas city with the station wagon? Uh, yeah. Are you talking about Virgil Ward? That's it, Virgil Ward. Yeah, yeah, I used to love Virgil Ward's show. He was good. Yeah. There's so many, Bill Dance, et cetera. But, you know, you look at, um, you know, the, the, if there was a Mount Rushmore for hunters, if there was a Mount Rushmore for fishermen, uh, you know, there there's some guys that should definitely be on there, and those are the legends of the sport that you talk about yeah. and the sports you talk about. I think that'd be kind of cool having a uh, – uh, a pseudo, if you will, pseudo Mount Rushmore for each one of those categories. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think that's a good idea. I, you know, I had Bill Dance on the air a couple of years ago. You can't get him on anymore. He cuts his grass. You, you know, you got to interview him while he's cutting his grass. It, it's crazy. <laughs> the guy's got more grass than he knows what to do with. I, I want to know when you're going to have Ric Flair on, and when you have Ric Flair on, I'll tune in because I want to hear that. Woo! You know, I, he's due. Um, yeah. You know, it's been it's been a couple years. Yeah. Rick is uh, healthy. Uh, grateful he's alive and uh, he's alive. That helps. No, I'm, it's no that, that, that does a, help. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple uh, instances where he was in the hospital on death's doorstep, and and uh, he was brought back to life. And he uh, stopped imbibing and uh, started praying an awful lot. And by golly, it worked. Yeah. If you want to so, beat the man, you got to kill the man. No, you got to beat the man if yeah. you want to beat. If know, you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Dan, get it right. Well, I was talking about death. Death can't beat Ric Flair. Oh, that man. Yeah, that man. Sam. I'm just saying. <laughs> can't kill Ric Flair. Who's going to go, no. woo? Woo! Rick's originally from Wisconsin, so he's a Midwest boy. He yeah. grew up in Minnesota, but, uh, yeah, he was the state champ in the state of Wisconsin in what we call real wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm telling you, man, I love Ric Flair because my dad liked him and Nature Boy. And I, when I when I go to my deer stand, I'm styling and profiling. And, you know, I, yeah. I do that every time I shoot one. Woo! Now, when you, when you, uh, uh, yeah. when you, you know, harvest a, uh, a beautiful elk or do, do you kiss the elk? I'll be honest with you. Every time I take an animal with my bow, I always sit down and I sit there and I look, I, uh, I, I say a little prayer of, th- of great, uh, gratefulness or thankfulness to the God, to the good Lord. Yeah. And then I'll sit there and, uh, give the animal its respect and, uh, an honor. I always believe in honoring the animal and, uh, and then I'll start doing the, you know, then I'll start doing my, uh, my closings or my pictures and stuff, but I always give reverence to the animal before I do anything else. I think that's important because that's called respect, yep. and it's respecting the sport as well. 
and uh, those that participate. I think that is wonderful. Yeah, I'm always happy when I when I when I I, I kill uh, what I'm going after. When I you know you can't grill it until you kill it. But <laughs> but if the day comes if the day comes where I I don't feel a little bit of remorse for taking a life, I'll quit hunting because I that means I've lost reverence for the animal. In closing, I will tell you this. Yes. Um, I, I had an opportunity to go out for uh, lunch and dinner with David and Mary Perkins in Minneapolis. Oh, how's Perk doing? Uh, uh. He's doing wonderful, and so is Memes, and they told me to tell you hello. Well, you tell him I said hi, and I'll always be grateful to Dave Perkins. So I first moved up here, you introduced me to him, and we got those. That's that's when the Des Moines Sport and Board show, Boat Show was was good. Was a sport show. Yeah. yeah. And then after David sold it, it just went downhill. So. Well, the National Marine Manufacturers Association really was only interested in one thing, and that was marketing boats. And, you know, that, that's fine, but you're really appealing to a small percentage of the of the uh, yeah. the audience that is capable of attending. Yeah, that varied industry building was packed full of people, and people look forward to it. It was a great it was a great venue, and uh, it's it just, uh, yeah, it, it it was never the same after he sold it. So no, and we had wonderful seminars. I know you did so many seminars for us uh, in Kansas City. I think we had you there. Yeah, I can't remember if you did Minneapolis or not. No, I never went to Minneapolis, but I did do Kansas City. That's a monster show up there. Six hundred and fifty thousand square feet. Des Moines was ninety-two thousand at Best Auditorium, if you can believe it. Yeah, in Kansas City, I think it was three seventy-five. Mm-hmm. That's a that's that's a Boy, if you want sore feet, that's why you got to have golf carts. That's why you hire Speed Harrigan as golf cart company. Yep, Speedy Go, <laughs> Speedy Go. Scotty, See what we did there? We went all the way around the horn and came right back to Speed. Just a bottle of sauce a week is all we ask, Scotty. That's all we ask. I'll talk to you later, Dan. Yeah. Have a great day and a good show. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you calling in. All right, talk to you later. There, Bye-bye. There you go, Scotty Casper, Friday mornings, ESPN. Hey, we're starting to get local programming on the station. I'm excited. You know? So there you go. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? 810 and some change. 244-1350-244-1350 if you want to call in. So we just talked a little bit about the deer, uh, about the storm damage stuff. Don't sweat it. Just don't be out there cutting it and putting piles in front of your stand. Then you're going to get in trouble. But if you're just hunting over the corn, it's no different than a planted cornfield. So you're fine. Do, 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 do. Camp Ride, I talked to Aaron and the gang. Uh, they're starting to get all their gear in stock. So if you're looking for a tent cot or some super chairs, a pantry, uh, anything that you might need to make in your camping experience a little bit better, go to K-A-M-P-R-I-T.com, campright.com, and you'll find all that stuff there. Good stuff. Uh, DNR is reopening the banner and all shooting ranges. How about that for everybody? Ooh, where's the applause button at there? Slick. I'm telling you, it's not good. Not good. I don't know what's wrong with him lately. Now cut that out. I'm telling you, you know, he used to be on this stuff, man. Yeah, that's how I feel about your Christmas bonus. Squirrel. Yeah. So uh, they're going to uh, begin a phased and reopening of Banner and Olson with new social distancing protocols customers will need to follow. You will be asked to observe social distancing and hand washing and sanitation procedures while on site. Additional measures have been added, including sneeze guards, 
limiting the number of persons in the lobby and routine disinfecting and cleaning of high touch point areas throughout the day. Masks are not required, but are highly encouraged when inside the range buildings during the check-in and check-out procedure. Banner range uh, will open, uh, reopen on all the 17th, so it's already open. Uh, with a reduced hour schedule for the next two weeks, it will reopen again at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on August 18th, 21st, 24th, 25th, and 28th. It will return to normal ops on August 31st. Olufsen Range will reopen with reduced hour schedule for the next two weeks starting. It's already open. It started on the 19th. It will reopen again 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the 20th, 21st, 26th, 27th, and 28th. Return to normal ops on September 2nd. So if you're looking for a place to shoot, you got two places to shoot there. Hunter A classes and field days will resume uh, at Olufsen starting in September. So how about that? That's exciting. I'm I'm excited about that. Hot dog. Yeah, hot dog. All right. Oh. <laughs> Smelter's over there watching. You got the Mick at the ARL. How's Mick at the ARL doing? Mick's doing good, uh, CJ. Morning from Cambridge, Rick. Good to see you. Uh, let's see. All right. Talk to Mick at the ARL. I think that's what she's talking about for... Raven. Actually, Mick is supposed to come over and have a one-on-one. I already took Raven over to the RL and uh, visited with him a little bit, so we'll see what's going on. So so for today's trivia prizes, I have got a brand spanking new bottle of Lethal Dirt Spray. That's the same scent elimination spray that I use all the time. You're going to love this stuff. Whoever wins this is going to be happy, happy. And then I've got a brand new grunt call from Dual Game Calls. That's what we have to give away in trivia today. I'm excited about that. Taking three of my grandsons fishing. Neil, that's wonderful. You know, I love all your messages. You guys need to call the show and say hi. Andrew needs something to do. I'm paying him for nothing over there. 244-1350. 244 Oh, man. So, like I said, I was getting all my game high stuff out. Got all that done. I got my arrows all flutched, ready to go. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else we really need to do. I got uh, just uh, good morning. Got uh, <laughs> you were just uh, yeah, just sitting there, and I heard a voice. Hello, and Heather hey. walked by. Hey, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice to say hello. Well, I always say hello. Yeah, hello. <laughs> is it me you're Hello. looking for I, I don't know the rest of if the we song. don't do a spinoff cd of you and the outdoors i don't know i always say that yeah, i always say that to the deer hello <laughs> when you walk down that path and you come into my my corridor can't i just sit back and grab my bow and say hello <laughs> that was horrible hey you were, you're on to it. Nah, that's horrible. So a little, uh, you know, I hope she's not coming in here to tape because my elk call karaoke is probably going to mess her taping up in the next yeah, studio. Yeah, no, now you got to play hello on that thing. I can't do it. Can't, here, play hello. Let me see if I, can you find it? Real quick? Let, let me find it. I, I don't know if I can get the... Yeah, that's, that's not going to play, man. It's just, it's just not going to go. So, uh, anyway, 8.15 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break, and when we come back, 
Going to tell you about some more outdoor info uh, and uh, fishing reports, Ugh. except rivers. Rivers are looking good, but everything else is early morning, late evening, and it's just yuck. Um, you know, I really didn't even want to uh, discuss the uh, to discuss the uh, the lake reports. To be honest with you, because they're just blah, 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 blah. I can't wait till the fall, man. Let's get the shad running, get the water temperatures down. It's just, we need some better fishing, man. Everything's fair to slow. It's just crazy. All right, 816 on some change. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. Yeah, that was actually all right. I like that. Got the old emotion going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says loving in the morning like a little. What the hell was that? I think my reed's starting to split. I put too much oof in that last one. Yeah. Be very quiet. <laughs> I'm hunting rabbits. Dave Jones says that's annoying. Hey, Dave, I don't think that's annoying. It's called Elk Bugle Karaoke. <sighs> Yeah, you know, we're just going to have to find more elk-based songs for Well, you. you know what? I could bring my grunt call. It's not as loud. <laughs> you know, he goes down to Florida, he shoots an alligator, and he gets, you know, he gets opinionated. <laughs> you know? You so know, is that all you have to do? I guess, you know? So, I I just, I don't, is there any other, I just don't think there's more of a beautiful sound in the outdoors than a, you know, you got the loon, and you got the elk bugle. I mean, it's it's music. There you go. It's it's nature's music. I know. Well, I tell you what. If you guys don't want to play elk call karaoke, then you need. I, I you can. I will. I won't do it anymore. But you're gonna have to call two four four thirteen fifty. Otherwise, that's what we're doing for trivia. Elk call karaoke. Hey, it. You get three callers that say, "Please don't play the elk bugle anymore." I won't do it. But other than that, I'm playing it. So there you go. Might even put Barry Manilow on, do a little elk bugle to Barry Manilow. Oh, man, that's just double trouble right I bugled, there. I, yeah, I mean, come on. You know, whatever we need to do. So, I don't know. All right, so getting reports of a couple people that have fallen in the Midwest. A uh, person in Missouri uh, fell the other day. Please wear your safety belts. Or not your belts, but your full-body safety harnesses. And I'm not going to tell you which brand to buy. I'm just not, because... That is that not the most important thing to me. Most important thing to me. Are you watching the phones? <laughs> yes. Are you? Can you hear me? What? Yeah, I could hear you. Okay. Yeah. Got a little. No. Yeah. No. The. I've been waiting. 
And the greatest thing about it See, is... See, I think they like the elk hall karaoke. I think they do, too. I think, That's I I was, think they've been waiting. We haven't done deer grunt call karaoke or elk call, elk bugle karaoke in about two years. And it's It's due. time. It's just, it's you're just due. time. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> so, what was I talking about? Oh, safety. So, you uh, you got to wear your full body safety harnesses. Um, kid lost his legs the other day. He's not going to be able to walk again. Do not, do not, do not get up in a tree unless you're wearing a safety harness and a line. Got to stay connected to that. You never know when that strap is going to break or if you're going to have something shift. You got to have somebody. That's why I love ladder stands. Even with a ladder stand, though, I still wear a full body safety harness and a lifeline. Because if your feet leave the ground, you should do that. So please make sure that you're doing that. When you're doing, when you're hanging your stands, trimming your stuff out, um, it's always nice to have somebody with you while you're doing it as well. You know, to make sure you they got somebody guarding you, spotting you, however you want to say it. But number one related hunting accident in North America: falling in and out. Dan, the eek are going. The elk are going to laugh at you. <laughs> Was that what that says? The elk are going to laugh at you, Tony. They don't laugh at me. They love me. Yeah. Come on, man. Come I, on, man. I don't do I don't do uh, Lionel Richie when I'm in the Elk Woods. I just do my regular bugle. You know, don't don't have the misnomer that I'm out there playing tunes when I'm in the woods because I'm not doing that. Yeah, you're serenading the outdoors. Yeah, actually, most of the time I just use my cow call and meow, meow, and then I'll hit the bugle. I don't, I don't bugle that much, but once in a while, you know, you never you got to do what you got to do to get them bulls to come in, man. Oh, wear your safety harness, please. And make sure that whenever, whatever one you do buy, look on the packaging and make sure it says the tree, the TMA labels on there. Tree stand manufacturers association. Okay. If you, if you see that on there, that's one of the most important things. Cause that means that that thing is certified. It's to keep you safe. It's rated. And, uh, you know, you're not getting a knockoff or whatever. Okie dokie. Well, let's see. I think I'm all caught up. Jones Brothers Taxidermy, 249-4362. He's retired now. He just shot an alligator. He needs money. Go go hire him to do your taxidermy, 249-4362. Him and Harv. Uh, let's see. I did that. Olive Tap. Oh, Lance at the Olive Tap wanted me to remind everybody that he has lunches out there. He's got uh, paninis, sandwiches, salads, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Good morning, Donovan down in Kansas, my little outfit and buddy. He's doing good. Hey Donovan, I got the elk. Uh, I got the elk bugle going. Donovan, can you hear that? Donovan, huh? Can you hear that? I'm telling you, Donovan, it's game on. That wasn't very good, actually. Now, see, that was better. Uh, that was better. Again, I'm not the world's greatest caller. I never will be. But Good that, day, sir. Yeah, I want that off that button bar. Or I'm you're or I'm I'm demoting your pay. I'm tired of Willy Wonka. I already got so many demerits to uh, choke you a do, horse. You do. I'm telling you, man. I would never be able to enter. You got to get though. rid of the Batman thing and get rid of the the Willy Wonka thing. That is that is. Oh no, there's no way Holy Hole in the Donuts leaving. <sighs> That's that's firmly implanted into that button. Uh, respect the game TV. Uh, Larry, Paul, Ryan, and the guys uh, are on uh, Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. 
And Wednesdays at 12.30 a.m. Eastern and Thursdays at 7 Eastern. You can check them out on the Hunt channel as well. We got that big uh, Respect the Game YouTube contest going. We're getting pretty close to giving the cooler away. Uh, then we got that camp camping package. And then the big one's going to be the Whitetail Antelope Hunt Combo to uh, Mike and Esther's out there at Trophies Plus Outfitters in Montana. And whoever wins that is also going to get a $1,000 bow. So that's like a $6,500 hunt. So, uh, that, by the time that's all said and done, so that's a, that's a heck of a prize there. Uh, we got a sportsman's warehouse gift card, a can, uh, gear or, uh, game hide clothing package we're giving away. Just go to respect the game TV on YouTube, subscribe, and then watch my video. And it'll tell you all the rules and what you need to do. It's really easy to enter. So Paula says she's enjoying the show. Thank you, Paula. I appreciate that very much. Well, let's see. I'm, I think we're all caught up. That's amazing. So that's that's a good thing. All right. Uh, Outdoors Dan Coffee. Maybe next week. I'm gonna call Andy and see if the, the the labels I heard were in. We should have coffee to start giving away next week. So I'm looking forward to that. So I've already used up my Duns Brothers coffee. Have you? Well, that's, I'm, I, I'm having. I need more. Yeah, I got my. Jen was nice enough to make me some. So this morning. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That that, that uh, coffee mug you had really wor- gave me really works. You like that? Oh gosh. Well, there you go. Don't go anywhere without it. Well, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. All right, it's eight twenty nine and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader thirteen fifty ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. So, like I said, uh, a lot of folks are starting to get out fishing up north again. They, or the, uh, my buddy Mark Jenkins, he said the uh, the uh, musky bite's doing pretty well for him up there. So, hopefully, here in the next couple of weeks, that's going to turn on. I wish I could get up there and do some walleye fishing, but it ain't going to happen this year, but... Love to get up there and wet a line, and if you get a chance, I would head up there and do it, because uh, about the next, uh, what is today, the 22nd? I'd say about the next two weeks, man, and it's going to get hot up. It's gonna The fishing's going to get hot up there again, so that's a good thing. Mark's, Mark's been catching some really nice muskies up there, so I've been enjoying watching him on Facebook. And then, uh, have you taken your, uh, have you taken your uh, inner city uh, proficiency test yet? That's going to start up here pretty quick. I think, what are we, two weeks out? Uh, two, no, probably three weeks. Three weeks out before Inner City starts. Okay, make sure you go to Archery Field and Sports or wherever you usually go. Mark's really good about that. Mark and Nick out there at Archery Field and Sports and Altoona, you can take that and get some protein down early. Get you a couple of does and uh, get some meat in the freezer. Take it down to Milo. Take advantage of that brand new Milo meat locker facility and the new deer check-in station they got down there. And uh, speaking of that, we should have some deer processing certificates here pretty quick, too. So we got good things going on. Let's see what Smelter's up to this morning. Good morning, I Smelter. I tried calling you like three times yesterday. I know, and I, I'm sorry. I tried to call you back, and we just missed each other. Well, I was on the phone when you called me. And then, and then, oh. and then yeah, one time I called you, I had Munson in the truck with me going through the car wash. Well, the other time you called me, I was in the middle of a conversation with Munson in my office. Oh, was you? Yeah. So you got all that mobile repair company stuff, right? Yep, I got it all. I appreciate it very much. It's awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah. come out and see Joe. He'll hook you up with a hat, shirt, a koozie, and then 
Like I said, middle of the week, Justin's supposed to drop some certificates off for you for like 25 bucks off or something. So Sweet. Yeah, this is, I got a ton, I mean, a whole grocery bag full of stuff. Yeah, this yeah. is awesome. And they're nice stuff. They're nice hats and shirts and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. good quality hats and shirts. and yeah. Good stuff, man. New yeah. era hats, those are the best. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, uh, the shop looked nice. What I got to see of it, uh, it looked like the lot was full. I, uh, I had, I got an oil change in and out real quick. They took good care of me and I needed it. I was down to 7% oil. Ooh, you're getting close right uh, on the edge. I was getting on the edge, man. So it, uh, Randy, I was nice enough to Randy visit with Randy while they did. I think they took me like 40 minutes to do my oil change pretty quick and got me a car truck wash and got back home. It was awesome. Well, good. I, you should have stopped by and said hello. Well, I figured you were a customer because, or with a customer, so because that's why you usually don't answer the phone. Yep, usually, usually I try and get to if I can. Yeah. All right. What's going on at the shop? Uh, hopefully, it'll be a busy day. It's good weather outside. Hopefully, it doesn't rain. It kind of looks like it's to the north, but well, um, we need one, the rain. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a desert in my backyard. There it is. Yeah. That's what it. I was waiting for. Do the old rain bugle. They, they told me that you've been practicing. It's been the, the El Karaoke morning. Yeah, we're going to do El Karaoke for trivia today. Yep. <laughs> yep. Now, when do you head out? Uh, Three weeks. It's getting Three weeks. Yeah, it's getting close. So. And, and or, are you going to Colorado? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Are you excited? Oh, I'm beyond excited. Yeah. yeah well, I can kind of tell with the, uh, the oh, bugling. Put, put it this way. I, I had to go get cortisone shot in my knee because I've got arthritis and a torn meniscus. My uh, Raven, I took did I was taking Raven for a walk, and I don't know how I did it, but I tore my knee out. And, and I, I am not missing hunting season this year. I went and saw my buddy, Dr. Kreitz, and I just shoot it up. I got to go do an MRI next month, Wednesday. And uh, and then uh, he go, I go, am I going to mess it up climbing the mountain? He goes, no, I don't think so. Just take it easy. And I said, that's all I needed to hear. Shoot it up. <laughs> So he shot me full of cortisone and, uh, and I, I, I got a knee sleeve and i if I get a crawl up that mountain, I'm going to crawl. <laughs> that's uh, odd. That's dedication. You'll do it. No, You'll be fine. Yeah, that'll be all right. I'll get up there and t- pack a sandwich. I'll sit all day. There you go. <laughs> mm. Hopefully I've, I've never been, that's always been a dream hunt of mine. So that, uh, I'm excited to hear your, your, what happens and how things go. Yeah. All right. So, uh, real quick, what's, what do you got going for people today at Carl? Uh, the rebates on the Silverados are still five thousand uh, dollars. You got fifteen uh, percent off rebates on the Equinoxes, so that's just the rebate from General Motors specifically that you get, um, mm-hmm. and then the discount is from me on top of that. And those are good through the end of the month. So, and then September we'll um, get some new ones, of course. And the inventory is kind of thinning out too. So, I mean, if you're looking for the best deal, you know, getting a 2020 models the way to go because they're transitioning into the new models a little earlier than they typically would. Mm-hmm. So all of the 2020s are built. So there's gonna, not going to. We may have a few more arrive here soon, but it's not going to be a massive amount. So so usually we have the current year model till the end of the year, but this year it's not going to happen. So they just kind of started things a little early and 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 getting the year, new year models out to everybody here soon. So, right. But um, yeah, so things are going good. All right, go see Joe. If you buy if you buy a truck, he'll give you a free oil change. I just just put it on. <laughs> Selling outdoors, Dan said I get a free oil change. Just put it on Dan's tab. Just put it on my tab. I promise you, he'll will do at least one one oil change for free if you tell him that I sent you. So. Yep, absolutely. All right, man. You be good. Tell them where they can find you. Eleven Owen Southeast or Labor at the Rock, and I'll I'm off next week because I'm on vacation. I'm spending some time with the family, so oh. I won't be on next weekend. So. 
You and Munson, man. I sw- it's like five times this year already. Come on. Bada bing, bada boom. You're out of bear. I think this is the uh, second time. Uh, it's been five times. At least. All right. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. See you, buddy. See you. Have a good weekend. You too. Thanks. Bye, bud. There he, there he goes. Smoking Joe Smelter. All right. All right. Let me take a break. And when we come back, you've asked for it. You've been waiting for it. It's long overdue. The Outdoors Dan Elk Bugling Karaoke Challenge. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, that sound can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge is up. If you haven't won in the last 30 days, light them up, 244-1350, 244-1350. Andrew is patiently waiting, and uh, today's easy. We're just doing elk call karaoke, so there you go. Today's trivia is brought to you by the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry, your one-stop dentist shop. That's right. You don't have to worry about going to the dentist anymore. You don't have to put off because you're scared or had a bad experience, you know, go to my dentist, Dr. Scott, Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. He's a Jedi dentist. He uses the force to make sure you're pleasant. Your trip is as pleasant as possible because that's what they do there. They've got everything there that you would ever need to make your visit as comfortable and as professional as possible. They do cleanings, cavities, uh, crowns, root canals. They do Invisalign. They do wisdom teeth issues, cosmetic dentistry, Really, if there's a dental thing there, they can pretty much do it. Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart, Dr. Williams, and Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi are all there to make sure that your teeth, your chompers, are the best they've ever been. They can even help you with sleep apnea. So if you're looking for a new dentist and you want someone to take great care of your teeth, please consider my friends at Advanced Family Dentistry, 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa, 964-1490. That's 964-1490 or anytime at AnkeniSmiles.com. And don't forget when you leave, what they should be saying to you is, may the floss be with you. The floss will be with you. Oh, it's the floss, man. The floss. I don't know how many times we have to talk about this. All right, let's go to the phones. And, uh, okay, you got the thing blocked. Who, who's up first, Tom or Jerry? Tom or Jerry? Jerry? That's a cartoon, man. Who was first? Jerry. Jerry. Let's go say hi to Jerry and see what Jerry's up to this morning. Jerry, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you, Dan? I'm good, buddy. Thank you for asking. What are you up to today? Oh, I'm just listening to the show. I'm going to go outside and do a little home improvement project. And uh, thought I'd jump on trivia and have a little fun this morning on the Elk Call. All right. Elk Call Karaoke. You wanna, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play and uh, just don't overthink it. But you tell me what song. I'm going to give you a hint. This song was the title song of a major movie that I was one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay? I'll give it a try. All right. You ready for this? Yes, sir. All right. Hang on. Let me see if I can get this. (laughs) And I'll give you a hint. It took place in Philadelphia. What do you think? What movie is that, or what song is that? Uh, I'm going to have to say something to do with the uh, Independence. 
Now, I just said it was a big movie. Big movie. It was in Philadelphia. Oh, Rocky. Oh, you know, Rocky, Rocky Mountains. <laughs> I don't know how you missed that. I mean, that was just right on cue, Jerry. It was just Monday or Saturday morning. I hadn't had my coffee yet. Well, that's all right. I mean, you know, it's, it's an acquired taste, the old bugle. All right, uh, you want to go for the lethal dirt spray or the grunt call? The spray. All right, you got it, man. We'll call you back after the show. Thanks, man. Thank you. Let's go see what Tom is up to this fine morning uh, here on 1350 ESPN. Tom, is that you? Yes, good morning, Dan. How you doing, Tom? Good. What are you up to today? Well, uh, getting ready to set some trail cameras, uh, hey. looking forward to the urban hunt starting, and uh, yeah, the hey. adrenaline going, you know. Have you taken the proficiency test yet? You betcha. Yeah, how'd you do? Perfect. Well, <laughs> all right, perfect. I like that, Mr. Perfect. I wish I could say I was perfect. I'm, I, I'll never <laughs> be able to say that, but that's all right. That's all right. You got your up on me. So uh, where, where are you going hunting at? Um. Private properties around Des Moines and uh, Johnston. Oh well, you got some good areas then. So yeah, yeah, get some yeah di- got qu- qualified for a buck tag this year. Well, so. well there you go. Now do you got to take a, a, do you got to take a doe first, or you just go ahead and buck hunt? Um, for Des Moines, uh, minimum of three does. Yeah, and uh, I got four last year, so uh, it was a good year for me. Okay, and. Uh, really helped during COVID to have a lot of meat in the freezer, you know? Hey, listen, I'm telling you what, if it wasn't for our freezer, we would have been like everybody else. It was nice having a lot of meat in there. So hunting, you know what you can hunting or fishing. If you can put meat in the freezer, it saves your family. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. You ready for a little elk call karaoke? We'll give it a try. All right. Are you up on your elk calls? You're pretty good on them. Um, Let me tune up here a little bit. Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you a clue, okay? Okay. One of my favorite holiday tunes. I've ever, uh, And uh, we'll leave it at that, okay? One of my favorite okay. holiday tunes. Okay. You ready? What do you think, Tom? Not sure. It has something to do with Christmas. Oh, that's half of it. What's the first part? Merry Christmas. Uh, I'll give you one more chance. One of my favorite of all time. It's actually one of the best, most bought song of all time, actually. That's a great clue. The most what? One of the most purchased songs. or It made, it made the artist so much money because it was one of the most purchased songs of oh, its time. Um, White Christmas? Oh, actually, that sounded good there. (laughs) That's it. White Christmas, man. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Okay. Great. Yeah. Thank you. You know what? I might as well just just go out on tour. The Elk Bugle Karaoke Tour. Sure, yeah, I get a, a, a second occupation. <laughs> Tom, you enjoy that grunt call. 
Okay, we'll do. We'll call you after the show, buddy. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you. There you go. Two two players, two winners. That was easy. That was easy, man. Actually, you know, the second time I did that, Andrew, it actually sounded like White Christmas. I know that <laughs> it did. I, something it, came. It, something gave you a boost there. I, I, you know what it was? I think I just inflected too much. I just. All right. Well, there you go. That'll be another. Two, <laughs> that'll be another two years before we hear uh, Elk Call Karaoke on the show. So, Deer Call Karaoke, however, might make a yeah. might, might make an appearance before. So, mix it up a little. Well, you got to mix it up a little bit. So, all right. So, uh, proficiency test. We talked about that. Uh, fall fishing's going to heat up. Uh, get out there. The flatheads are man. The people are catching flatheads left and right. Rivers. Get in some. Uh, get in some. Uh, some swift water that drips off into a hole. And that's where you're going to find your flatheads right now. I've been getting some really good pictures from a lot of my buddies. So get out there, and if you're going to do river fishing, is probably the best right now. Uh, like I said, my buddy Mark has been smoking the muskies up in Minnesota. I don't know what he's using for bait, but uh, he's been doing pretty good. So yeah, the early morning, late evening still, but the, any the next couple of weeks, it's going to turn. Uh, that that water temperature is going to drop. Them shad are going to run, and it's going to be some really good fishing. So, all right. <clears throat> too much, uh, too much, too much karaoke. Too much, too much bugling. Got to drink some of my Dunn's Brothers coffee here. Oh gosh, yeah. Can't wait for the outdoors Dan coffee. You, I, you know, I don't even know what roasted is yet. I know he said that. I, I hope it's like a medium roast. Maybe it's like just surprise. Well, no, I. You know, we could mix it up a little bit. Have like a cinnamon roast or yeah, you know, some other stuff. Be I'm nice. open to it. Yeah. Whatever we need to do. Yeah, kind of, again, the variety is the spice of life. You know? Dove season's going to be in two weeks. Make sure you're getting your clothes ready to go September 1st. Get your shotgun cleaned. Get out there. Shoot some shoot some clay birds. Get your swing down. And uh, find your sunflower patches or your waterways, wherever you're going to hunt. Go. Uh, I know a lot of the stores are going to have specials on decoys right now if you want to get some dove decoys going. So it's it's really one of the most affordable hunting situations you can take a young person to. Dove hunting is really good, and it's great eating. Brine your bird, breast them out, brine them. You know you can. Uh, oh, I what what I, last time I had dove, I had um, what was it? A maple bacon glazed dove breast grilled, and they're good on the smoker too. So take advantage of that when you can. And then we got that special uh, teal season coming up too. So that's not that far away. A lot of stuff happening here pretty soon. So. And hopefully, uh, here in the next week or so, we'll uh, the roadside survey stuff will be concluded, and I'll be able to get uh, some information on where our pheasant and quail populations are. I saw Bob White. Uh, a Bob White. When was that? Tuesday. I had to go change cameras on Tuesday. Had a little Bob White sitting on right on the side of the road there, just looking at me. That was so cool, man. I love them little them little quail. They're tasty, tasty little critters. They are tasty little critters. Oh, the, I'm telling you what, cornbread stuffing, oh, gosh. green beans, Man. grilled quail. Oh, it's, it's, there's not much better. No, there's not. I mean, that's, that's, that's just, that's just lovely right there. That's the only word I can think of right Heaven there. On lovely. The plate. lovely. Man, oh, that's, man. that's pretty good. All right. That is going to wrap it up for us. Uh, I really appreciate you calling in saying hi. Uh, pre- thanks to everybody that watches us on the live stream. I want to thank Imperial RV centers for helping us do the streams every week. We really appreciate you all checking out, taking us with you. Thanks for that. Craig, good morning. Do you ever use a spotting scope? Uh, Craig, I do. 
I, I use a Vortex spotting scope. You can find them at Sportsman's Warehouse. I don't, I don't think any other optical company uh, has the warranty that Vortex has. It's no excuse. You have any issues, they'll take care of you. Jake, good morning. Paula, good morning. Donovan, good morning. Uh, but Craig, that's what I would recommend. Go check out a Vortex spotting scope. They're awesome. That's what I'll be using in Colorado myself. That is it. We'll be back next week, God willing. Until then, please keep it here on 1350 ESPN or check us out on Facebook or OutdoorsDan.com. Until next week, be good to one another. We're all in it together. God bless you, everybody. Good night.